So good evening, good morning, and good afternoon. Uh, today we have the pleasure of having Benjamin Fulford. I'm sure everybody knows who Ben is. Um, he's been around in the alt media for a long time, trying to get the truth out there about what's really going on in the world. So uh, welcome, Ben. Um, if you want to take a minute to introduce yeah. yourself, and I'll kind of tell you a little bit about me after. Sure. Thanks for having me on. First of all, it's uh, March 10th, 2022, where I am. It's probably still March 9th, where you are. Uh, but yeah, I, I basically, you know, what, my story in a <clears throat> very uh, uh, simple form is that uh, I was Asia Pacific Bureau Chief for Forbes magazine, working in Asia for a long time. And I realized that Asia had all this money that they could use to make this planet a better place. And I tried to convince the Japanese government that they should use their money, uh, you know, to end poverty and stop environmental destruction. And they told me that they couldn't because they were under control, some kind of uh, nefarious cabal. And, and, and so that started me down the rabbit hole. Uh, and I've been fighting these people who I call the Kazarian Mafia, because they're not actually Jews. Uh, they, they're, they worship Satan, but um, I've been fighting them uh, nonstop for about 15 years. And uh, I think we're finally getting close to defeating them. Now, could you please uh, introduce yourself? I, I'd just like to know, I asked for this um, talk because my readers uh, in, said that Kim Gogang is someone I needed to talk to. And because of the uh, request from my readers, I you know, reached out and uh, you were willing to talk with me. And I appreciate that. So could you please... Uh, give yourself an introduction for people who don't uh, know your work yet? Sure. Um, my name is Kimberly Gogan. Uh, I wear a lot of different hats. Um, the level that I sit on would be very different than agencies and dragon families and whatnot. Um, and I can explain that if you'd like. That's why I have the whiteboard over here, just in case you want me to do that at some point. Um, I'm also ground command. Uh, not for any agency and not for any government. Uh, that's on a whole nother level. Um, I do frequent, um, uh, how would you say, we have other races living here. Um, and some of them have gone. Uh, some of them were pretty negative, And some of them are still here. And they're just looking forward to rebuilding. Uh, several years back, I launched the restoration plan. Uh, per the request of the Universal Council, to where I'm an ambassador, um, on behalf of humanity, this version. And, um, yeah. Okay. So, been around the block quite a bit, been all over the world. Last time I was in Japan was when there was an issue in um, 2014 um, in your, you call it a volcano, I would have called it a group of people fighting over access to something they didn't need to have access to. So, um, been to China, been to Russia, been all over Europe. Um, I would say I started this journey, uh, <laughs> learned of my position, uh, probably about 2010, 2011. Uh, my position went firm in 2012, and then I've earned a couple of more along the way. Um, I have never spoken to any of the Kazarian mafia, as you call it, directly. I am very well aware of them, um, very well aware of their activities in the world, and who they were taking orders from. Okay, now that, that's interesting. I, I, yeah, I've 
as a policy, I try to stick to what people call the 3D world or the, the surface of the planet. And, and in other words, things that I can actually directly see and experience. Um, and my problem with the UFO, alien, space stuff is that I don't see him walking around the street, you know. Sure um, you do. You, you just do. don't know it. All right, well, please, you know, for, for those of us who are completely neophytes to this world, tell us, how, who are these people? How can you prove they exist? What is their role? Okay. Uh, who are these folks? Um, there are humans, you know. Um, there are people who were not humans. Uh, we were not the founders of an intelligent race on this planet. Um, we as humans have been in existence for probably on this planet anyway. I would say for probably in this version, maybe 150,000 years, 200,000 years. There's a lot of evidence to that, um, which they leak out from time to time. Um, and as far as the others, um, they are basically looking forward to restoring the planet um, after what you call the Kazarian Mafia and their bosses destroyed it. So. It's kind of what their role is today. Okay, so, I mean, there is a group, obviously, that uh, is out to destroy the planet Earth. Now, you know, they, they invited me to join them years ago, and they said that they, they wanted to kill 90% of humanity in order to save the environment. They also said that all the suffering in this world uh, indicates that the Creator is evil, and they want to overthrow the Creator and replace the creator with Lucifer, who they think is a better option. So, you know, I, I don't believe this stuff, but, you know, they, they, they describe themselves as fallen angels. And I was brought up as an atheist. And I wasn't into this sort of stuff, but at least as a metaphor, um, it seems to work. So what is it, what is your version of what these fallen angels are, who these people are, what they represent um, in the in big picture? Well, in the multiverse, you have, I would say, good and evil, right? Um, and you can't classify a race of anyone, even humanity, um, as good or evil. That would be like saying, you know, if you were to follow mainstream media right now, you would say all Russians are evil. I can tell you I've been there. That's definitely not the case, right? Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, lovely people, really. And some maybe not, but, but for the most part, lovely people um, had a great time um, there. I was working there. Um, I have heard the same story of the 90% annihilation of 90% of humanity. It has to do with, I guess, what you, if you in the biblical sense, you would call uh, getting as many human creator souls to hell um, or the lower astral uh, is really what it referred to. Um, their God um, is what I call the dark overlord. Uh, you call it Lucifer, some, you know, you can call it whatever you want. But I call it Satan. I think uh, I, I, a lot of the people who, who think about Lucifer, if you look at their definition of Lucifer, it's very similar to the people's definition of God. In other words, it's a semantic issue. They use the word Lucifer instead of God. But there's a group that is clearly evil and want to, you know, enslave or kill other humans so i call them satan worshipers just to make it clear you know yeah yeah and you could call them that i mean whatever it is let's put it this mm. way it's not in favor of life um of creating 
of bringing us back to who we really were. Um, we were a whole nother version of humanity before they genetically modified us to be the way we are, right? Um, that's uh -huh. evident. Well, mm -hmm. how could you uh, explain for my, my viewers don't know about this kind of stuff. Mostly. Okay, sure. Um, well, first of all, um, on the surface level, you would have programs like Project Zygote. You would have all kinds of agency programs. Uh, as you may or may not know, the Black Sun controls the basement of Langley, as an example. Uh, Bush had a, uh, how would you say it, a GMO ranch in Paraguay. Uh, where there's definitely uh, has been um, cloning and manipulation, doppelgangers, all kinds of different stuff. And Hitler's main job was to find all of the artifacts and, you know, the cross, the blood of Jesus, all of this stuff, so they could create the perfect human in their mind, right? Um, or try to figure out how to not create the perfect human. We have stuff spraying in the air all the time, as an example. We have these mRNA vaccines, which destroy the immune system. We have all these different things that are going on currently that you can see that are genetically modifying humans. The poison they put in the food, you know, air, water. I mean, it's, this is all to make sure that we lose that connection with God because we are creators. And when you're directly connected to God, right, um, your creativeness is abundant. The information is unlimited. And we can do so many things as humans. We have our former shell of ourselves, and let's put it that way. Uh, cellular degeneration is another one. Um, we used to live to be hundreds of years old. Uh, we don't do that now because of rapid cellular degeneration caused by a number of different factors, obviously. Um, most diseases are man-made. Uh, they are not natural. Uh, they can target you now through your computer. They can target you through smart meters, all of these different things. Um, and they are definitely trying to make sure you only survive so long because um, yeah. they call it the population control center, right, under Langley. Yeah, I've noticed that, you know, that um, <clears throat> they try to retire people uh, just as they're starting to figure out what's going on. Uh, so it is a little bit like an animal farm. You know, I once visited a, a pig farm for a Japanese TV show, and they have these um, the huge, you know, thousand-pound male pig whose job is to impregnate the mothers. You have these giant mothers who live 50, 60 years. The, the male lives 80 years. And they have these baby pigs. <clears throat> and about one year old, they're sent off in a truck somewhere. And, and uh, I think that's a good metaphor for what's happening to us because I have confirmed, for example, in Japan that they forced the Japanese Ministry of Health and Welfare to put all sorts of toxic substances in daily products, you know, things in shampoo that, that destroy sperm, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and cancer-causing substances. So, yeah, there, there is clearly some agency that is deliberately trying to create a toxic environment. And the, the, the latest iteration was the 5G, which was like a low-level microwave uh, defrost. And they killed millions of people in Wuhan with that. So, mm -hmm. but who, who, where are these people headquartered? You know, how, and what can we do about it? How can we, we put an end to this? You know. Well, you know, in, in your articles recently, you've been talking about, you've always talked about Lodge 
I think you call it 999 or 99 or, um, and then you have the order of the black sun, right? I would say to you that they predominantly inhabit most of the basements of the buildings like the Vatican and, and um, some places in London for sure. Um, <clears throat> many other places in the United States, uh, but they operate in the shadows, right? This is the founding fathers of Skull and Bones and all of these other people. They, um, they're everywhere, really. Um, so, yeah, that's who they are, uh, their job. Okay, so if you liken the Khazarian Mafia to the line of Solomon, right? That's what they claim to be. And that's not just um, these Rothschild people, right? This is also your, all the order of the dragon is is related to the same Khazarian mafia. So, for example, the Li family in China, they're a part of it. Um, not saying all of China is, but if you were to look at the CCP, you're talking to the Order of the Black Sun. So military orders, uh, the Jesuits, all of these fall under the Order of the Black Sun. Uh, and they all take orders from someone somewhere. That's interesting. I actually went to Italy <clears throat> to meet the Black Sun people, they're, they're, uh, you know, and they told me that they took orders from an entity that existed in the center of the galaxy at, that communicated with them through gamma waves. I found this very weird, but yeah. these people were definitely powerful. They told me they, they were going to fire the Pope, and they fired the Pope. Um, and, you know, it's sort of... It, 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 I came to the conclusion that just like there's matter and antimatter, there's something known as anti-life that yeah. exists to destroy the life force. And mm -hmm. there's a group of humans who betrayed their fellow living creatures in order to promote death. And and that and these are these human or traitors to, to life that we need to deal with in order so that we can once again have immortality and, you know, exponential expansion like we're, we're life we're supposed to grow we're supposed to you know put out flowers and babies and and create more life and, and that's they're trying to stop so what, what do you make of that was that you think that's about right for the big picture well i do to an extent um i definitely do i think what they told you was the truth um and there was a communication portal i would say it was in the center of the universe um located here in this galaxy it would be like satan's sidekick i call him the i called him the destroyer because that's what he does and so um we are cattle to them um they look at us as um uh, energy providers see the difference between what you call satan and god is that satan needs god to create mm cannot create. So their motto is we have to destroy in order to create is correct because they have to take God's creations and suck the life out of them basically so they can then harness and use that energy in the plasma, which is in your person, to then create something new on their side. So that's why they carry out human sacrifice? Well, yes. Um, it also creates um, fear and lack, which is what we all have to live in. Because, see, if you're 
you know how like when you're really really happy um everything is right with the world that connection with source is just really there or you're in love and you're with your partner and you're so happy you know that creates a whole euphoria and you feel more connected to god at that point right and you start thanking god for the things that you have and but if you're if you're constantly running and you're living in fear and lack you you don't have that it's harder to make that connection and that's why they keep us running like that um you probably also notice like certain times of the year or just sporadically all of a sudden you're tired and you want to fall asleep that's because they're taking all that energy from you it's also the reason why they have this big um how do you want to say it obsession with egypt right and the pyramids because they have the king the king's chamber on one side the queen's chamber on the other side and the capstone is missing for a reason because that energy has to go to their version of their king and their version of a queen um they also had a relationship with the abraxas uh family uh which is um related to the i would call them the black nobility that you probably met in italy right mm-hmm. so you're talking about your medicis your aldebrandinis the reason why they call them aldebrandinis is because they are from Al- the abraxas are from aldebrand <clears throat> star system so they're human you know human. um yeah I, again you know i i i found this very hard to uh relate to it first but you know it it's clear they really do need to suck energy out of us in order to keep their themselves going so now that we're trying to cut them off uh what do you think can happen i mean you know the system and what do you make of the situation in the ukraine um <clears throat> well it started out with a deal with the russian oligarchs right and the ukrainians because they're the same you know no mistake there um have been the same there's yeah so in the news the USSR fell and the Russian empire fell completely and totally not true um lenin was given his portion of the program and when he was exiled in, in switzerland okay so these are all the same people have been forever now let's flash forward to what's going on today okay so the russian oligarchs and the ukrainian oligarchs had a deal and the deal was is they were going to leverage with what they thought was oil within the country that had not already been leveraged and they were going to pledge that plus a lot of cash around 900 billion dollars to this new program they were going to develop in cooperation with their american partners in the order of the black sun okay so they put first of all all of that cash into a system that was in Norfolk, Virginia. <laughs> and yeah, and then they were going to do off-market trading using a system called ARPANET. Um you can look up ARPANET, um A R P A N E T, I think it is. Um and so this was a system that was used like you have the deep web and then you have the deep 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 web, right? This is your military's your your I would say SSP more. So then militaries your order people would function down here. Um and it's their version of a marketplace. So that's how it all started. So the deal was everybody was going to make a lot of money, right? Wars make money. Oh. And then until it didn't happen. And the Oligarchs lost 900 and 
I think, 80-something billion dollars, and then it got worse because they started to continue to siphon money until the tune of about $1.875 trillion um, between all of them. And so now they're sitting there. Um, they've got some pot fixers and whatnot hired. So after the, it was clear that the Americans were not on the up and up, they couldn't pull off the program that they thought they were going to pull off, then Russia kind of started to back off a little bit. But the Ukraine is making so much money in donations from nations and military equipment and in all of that stuff, right, <laughs> that that they're keeping the ball rolling. I mean, Zelensky's making a ton of money on this acting job of his, right? We all know he was a former actor. Yeah. He had some weirdo music video that looked like some kind of a, I don't know, gay S&M thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, but... Um, so they're still trying to keep it going and blaming the Russians for what they're doing. The Ukrainian military, however, and the Russian military have been working behind the scenes to try to secure nuclear power plants, to prevent another Chernobyl. And then the Ukrainian government went ahead and shut off the power there. And now they got issues that just happened today. So honestly, um, if I was to say that the Russians were never involved, that would be a lie. But I would say that at this point in time, there's no point that everybody's losing their money. Um, yeah. You know, I, I see this. Uh, it, it's a little bit like the story of King Midas. You know, he, he got one wish. He said, everything I wish I touched must turn to gold. And he starved to death, right? Because he yep. can't eat gold. And what these people have done with their cryptocurrency, with their um, derivatives, with their hedge funds, is they're taking uh, something that's real, like uh, an apple, and they're multiplying it by a thousand or even a hundred thousand or whatever you know times to create these fantastical structures. But if you take away that apple, then the whole thing collapses, right? And so yeah. what's happening is the people who control the actual real-world economy, the oil, the, the factories, the farms, I, my understanding is that they're trying to cut off all this virtual stuff. And that's why you have people like, the, you know, like Zuckerberg saying, you know, we're all going to go live in the metaverse. And, and they're trying to escape. But there's this fundamental underlying reality, the creation. And I think the creation, the actual original creator, or, or if you want to call it nature, having an allergic reaction to this parasitism and and so we're dealing with something very very historical what do you think that's about right for, for you know for people who are just learning about this stuff well i would say this um so you've i know you've talked to a number of different people that talk about collateral accounts right you've heard a lot about them well they're not exactly as it seems um mm. and there's a whole so you had, just like you have dueling forces on this world, right? You have a dark AI and you had a light AI. And those were the main controlling systems. The dark one controlled the front end. The, the light one controlled the back end. And so you would have to go through the dark, right? That's how they made it. Well, that's no longer the case. A lot of things have changed. Um, the contract, the covenant um, for the Khazarian mafia, as you call them, uh, to continue with their uh, money printing machine at the Federal Reserve has ex is gone. Um, they haven't had access to that machine in a long, long time. Mm 
Um, now, secondly, the Order of the Black Sun also has spent a lot of money running operations under something that's only known as the program, and they don't have access to that either. Um, you know, we used to have what you call the underground world government, right? Which would have been above these people. Um, they would control something called the Hall of Records. Now, that's why when you see a bill being passed, it says HR and then a number, mm -hmm. right? And it's called a bill because it used to get submitted into the Hall of Records, and then this underground world council would either approve it or deny it or reject it. And if it was approved, then it would go on to the money magic machine in the back, then on through to the Federal Reserve, and then on out into, your, like you said, 50 times, 100 times, whatever it is, right? Well, they haven't been able to do that in a long time. Yeah, I, I, I know a concrete example uh, was the Lehman shock in 2008. Yeah. Um, what happened was that they were cut off their money and they went to the Asian families, the elders, and they said, look, um, we're going to put a black communist in as president. So could you please give us some money? And they were able to get 700 tons of gold from a guy called Johannes Riadi, who was an Asian royal. Um, this was in, you know, on the record in the U uh, UK House of Lords. And they took that to create 750,000 tons worth of gold-backed bonds and generated $23 trillion, which kept their show going until January of 2020. Uh, and that ran out and they've been unable to, you know, come up with a new scam. That, that's my understanding. But what's your view on this? Well, um, Riyadi, Sawarno, Sakarno, Marcos, um, you know, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, all of those people were just family people and they were trustees. Now, to gain access to the real money-making machine, they would have to ask for permission from their superiors. They never had, they, you know, okay, so as a trustee, right, you don't own anything. And he was another trustee, okay? Riyadi was another trustee. Um, that being said, most of the gold in Indonesia, right, was actually stolen from the Russians by the Dutch after the fall of the Tsar, okay? So two out of the three main, what you call bunkers, I call entryways to another place, which is what they were, um, were empty, I mean, were from Russia anyway, about a couple hundred thousand. And then you had the trustees that used to manage this, right? But you still needed two, to get in and three to get out. So in other words, you had to have two people on the trustee level, and then you had to have the ultimate authorization from my then predecessor at the time. Okay. So your predecessor, so you actually, uh, are you claiming to be in control of the system now? Or what is the it? alpha system? Mm -hmm. Okay, and so what, what does that do? What, how much, what, what are you gonna do with it? It's not just money. Um, what I have I been doing with it? Um, <laughs> well, it didn't come with a handbook. Um, oh. It's a very sophisticated AI system. Uh, so was the other one on the opposite side, which I did not have control over. It finally dissipated probably within the last 30 days. And so now the whole front end, what I call the front end of the system, is basically running on 
whatever's left. So the dark AI would have been tied to things like Watson. You're familiar with IBM's Watson um, and uh, DARPA. Uh, would have been tied to that. Uh, some of these other NSA would have had. And that was the ultimate power that powered everything. Okay. That's why it had so much processing power. That's why the banking system was able to grow so quickly in 1978. Now, on the flip side of it, you have the creator system, right? Or what you call the light system. And so only the creator can create. And so they would have to get money and permission from who was sitting in this chair before me. Now, it controls things like Stargate, Starnet, um, the internet system, the base platform for all internet. It has access to the base platform for all telecom. Uh, it has access to the base platform of all financial things, right? And this is the source of all of what you would call your off-ledger accounts or your off-ledger gold. Um, as far as mined gold, now, see, this system controlled um, not only mine gold, but also in-ground assets everywhere. Mm. So it has a lot of leverage and liens um, um, against everything. So the mine gold, the, the stuff you're talking about, 700 tons, this and that, that are in bunkers, they're not actually in bunkers. They're several le levels down from the entryway point. So, okay, well... Um, you know, I've been following this bunker story f for a long time, and I've I've talked to, for example, Japanese uh, re retired um, bank chairman who took military maps made by the Japanese of these bunkers, mm -hmm. um, and I've tried very hard to, to to get anybody to provide me proof that these bunkers really exist. For example, holding a, a recent newspaper in front of a stash of gold. And as far as I can tell, it, it's a giant fiction to say, oh, there's all this gold in these caves and that's why we can print dollars. Um, so, you know, I, I haven't seen the proof that these things exist, I'm sorry to well, say. Well, I can, ex I can explain that to you. Um, oh. I, I have some books and stuff like that and I can explain to you how they did it. But you've seen, you've heard about like the red book, you've heard of the blue book, the black book. Well, the black book was the order of the black sun stash when they had it. They don't have it anymore. But when they had it, that was their stash. So you see in some of these books, it'll say like CN85124, right? Just random number. Um, and that would be in-ground assets in China. So, and then you would have um, SA12345, that's in-ground assets of Saudi Arabia. Um, there was also Russian assets. I mean, everything. See, what the Khazarian Mafia used to do, um, the way the system worked for the dark side, is you had to put something in in order to get something out. So bit by bit, piece by piece, during their reign, they had deposited leveraged everything on the planet, including all humans, birth certificate mm. bonds. You heard about those, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so by 2007, I was not in this position at that time. My predecessor was, um, he had acquired everything on earth, <laughs> past, present and future, including, including oil reserves. Everything had been leveraged. They, the Khazarian mafia was so greedy. They gave everything into the backs uh, to the other side system. Right. Hmm. And that in order to get pretty papers out. So, okay. Well, uh, hmm? oh, all right. Go on. Go on. Sorry. At, 
by March 2007, he cut them off completely because there was nothing left to leverage. In his words, he would have said, greedy little piglets. And I agree with him. Um, then it didn't take very long, did it, for your Lehman crisis to show up because the money-making machine was gone. And they've been trying to get it back ever since. That's why you have this Chinese elders are going to do this and the, you know, dragon families are going to do that. And, oh, the Vatican's going to do this. And, you know, everybody's going to pay out on some RV someday, every day, ending in Y. All right, well, here's, uh, you know, I actually talked to, you know, um, dragon family, uh, Asian secret societies, the uh, British royals, um, Rothschilds. I actually talked to them. And uh, they've come up with a basic agreement that, from now on, our purpose as a species is to increase the amount and variety of life. So more plants, more animals, more babies, uh, and, you know, just let life flourish. And one of the mechanisms that uh, we have proposed for this is to set up a, a meritocratic future planning agency to try to, you know, turn this planet into a paradise. So would you be willing to help us with this project? The meritocratic society? Absolutely. Yeah, future planning. 150%. What we, what we have done thus far on my end of it, um, we do have the Hall of Records, which means that we can register anyone at the same, um, how do you say it, at the same uh, level as, like, for example, the United Nations, right? Mm -hmm. The United Nations doesn't have any charter, doesn't have any sovereignty, hasn't for a couple of years now. Um, they know it. They've been informed. But yet they keep doing what they're doing. Uh, they don't have the authorization to do that. They don't have the author authorization to have a standing army even. And mm. they're also broke. Mm. So that's because no buttons are being pushed on this end of it. I'm not doing it. And right. then, so as far as what we have, we are doing to go forward is thus far, um, we tried to get um, what we call assemblies. Um, you can call them whatever you want, councils from every area of the world, because no one knows your needs and your area better than the people who actually live there. They're living in it, right? Now, we may need guidance with, like, uh, for example, a science research and development division that can give us the best technologies or at least give us, us options that we may not be aware of to fix problems in our areas, right? So we formed what was called the, and we're going to rename it now because we had some issues, but uh, the Global Peace and Restoration Consortium of Member States. It's a little bit lengthy, so we're going to shorten that. But what it's supposed to be is a gathering place of all of these people. So exactly like you said, metacratic, right? I don't care where you're from or what you want to do. If you want to be a part of this change, you're more than welcome. It's not about bloodlines. It's not about, it's about people. The one thing we require is that everyone that participates, whether it's on a scientific level or you're just merely identifying your needs in your area, um, is that you do not violate human rights. Okay. Or, or your fellow country people, right? No, speaking about violating human rights, uh, as you know, the United States has been at war for most of its existence. 81% mm -hmm. of the wars since the end of World War II were started by the U.S. So, you know, um, we want to bankrupt the U.S. corporation and set up a new uh, political body, possibly headquartered in Idaho, 
to replace the U.S. corporation with a, a healthier, um, more competent new uh, government that would include Canada and possibly uh, ultimately Latin America. Uh, what do you think about this? Can you uh, finance such a project? Uh, yeah, we can. Um, and what we've been doing on our end of it is we've asked each state in the United States to form their own council. Um, and then they collectively make the national council. So it's all of the people all of the time, right? There's no third party nanny mm -hmm. governance, corporate or otherwise. I don't think, I think if we all can learn and grow and we're not living in lack and fear that we can at least get along enough to decide if we need a road or a bridge. Uh, Canada is doing the same. Uh, we have assemblies in just about every single country right now, uh, or councils uh, that are bringing their needs forward all over the African continent, all over Latin America. We have them everywhere. So we're doing the exact same thing. Um, that's, that's why your readers probably said, hey, you need to talk to this lady, because we are already doing it. It was just a matter of getting the the cabal, so to speak, to basically go bankrupt. All right. Well, okay. So I have support from the Asians and from the British Royals, et cetera, for this future planning agency. How can we actually get it started? Um, you know, how, what's the concrete step forward? Okay. Um, on my end of it, um, uh, you have to file your organization. We file it within the Hall of Records, which is the records for all governments in, on the planet. Um, and then you are returned back as an official entity. Mm. Okay. Then you go from there and then you now need to submit your orders. We need a, we need a hundred schools in Canada, say, right? So you then are writing up what you call a bill. That's why it's called a bill. And then that passes in the hall of records, but you have to have all your numbers, right? Right. So you got to have to make sure that, you know, no one needs a $10 billion per student education. Right? That doesn't make sense. But we do need to pay our teachers more, right? And we need, to, in some areas of the world, you're going to need security for kids to go to school, even, right? You're going to need school buses. They don't have those in a lot of places of the world. So we really have a lot of work to do in that aspect, but just taking one project. So once you submit that into the Hall of Records, then it ties into what's called the key and uh, the key. <laughs> monetary key, I can't even talk right now, key integrated monetary system. There you go. So that is now the monitor for currencies and making sure we do not have what you call, uh, you know, a devaluation or a parity situation. And because right. yeah. how do you go to the hall of records? How do you do that? What's uh, where do you go? That's in my system. It's in the, it's in the alpha system. I have about 30 some odd screens. We don't use keyboards. Everything is run um, on and these. And, and this system, does it oversee uh, China and Asia? Yep. Uh, well, uh, China would be under the impression, as an example, so would Japan, um, that the RMB people, the average everyday person, thinks that China issues RMB. That hmm. has never been the case. The allocation numbers always came through the Federal Reserve. Right. That was the pass through for the Khazarian Mafia, as you call it. So they, the Federal Reserve actually controlled even the ruble, uh, the yen. I mean, 
if there's a currency out there, you would have to get your allocation numbers from the Federal Reserve. Well, as of right this minute, you do not have to do that anymore. All the allocations for new currency come from the uh, Key Integrated Monetary System, or KIMS for short. Hmm. So, yep. All right. Well, I mean, it sounds like uh, after the show ends, I'll try to figure out a way that uh, we can, you know, actually start, you know, fixing up this planet uh, in real time. But right now, as far as I can tell, we have uh, some house cleaning to do first. Is that right? I mean, who, who do we need to uh, remove from systems of power? So, for example, why is someone like Victoria Newland still out there? And what can we do to remove these people uh, permanently from positions of power? Well, the problem that I've run into, right, so we have ground command, uh, we do have help, uh, we have life force enforcement, and I also have a clearance under the Global Intelligence Agency, which used to belong to the Order of the Black Sun, but I have it now. I've had it for quite a long time now. So the GIA, we've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes to make sure the people that are not allowing the restoration of planet Earth and humanity to occur disappear. The problem is you have the mask wearing thing in the White House, whatever that is. He's taking orders from the Secret Space Force, which is dwindling person by person by person, because as they make the wrong decision against the restoration of the planet and humanity as a whole, they somehow disappear. So they're given a choice and then they're removed. So now what you have and what you're looking at is a bunch of mask wearing people, right? Or, you know, I mean, the real Biden's dead. Mm, yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. And so did Trump. Trump's dead uh, months ago. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a doppelganger you're seeing running around because the family is making too much money on rallies. Mm. That's what the family has said directly. So, um, you have a lot of leaders out there that are not the same persons. You know, people all of a sudden lose 30 pounds in a day, right? They show up the next day and <laughs> yeah, Putin's not Putin anymore. I mean, a lot of these people yeah, aren't who they are. But how do we stop them from from talking to people, right? Whatever. Yeah, and, and more specifically, they they represent an institution. So they they the Putin uh, avatar represents the Russian people. So they, I, I understand mm-hmm. where number six right now um yeah but so where where is the root of all this like so you, you know how do we find the people who are getting people to put masks on and pretending to be biden etc well those are all operations that are run globally and jointly um and most of them are coming out of um okay so above these people that you're referring to, right, that we see cabal in the public, you had um, another group called the Covens, right, which is your your Khazarian mafia's ne- negative version of the Chabad, let's call right. them, right? Mm-hmm. And so then you had Coven Masters. And then above the Coven Masters, you had what we call the Parents. These are non-genetically modified humans. That's who you had there. And then you start going into the stuff that people can't see, right? We don't talk about that. All right. So on the parent level, um, the Order of the Black Sun um, parent um, called the Dark Prince. He just had a code name, uh, passed away a few years back. But he wrote something called the program many, many, many years ago. And so the program was then given to all the agencies um, and all of the SSP. 
and they all started running the program. That's why we landed with COVID and we had this and we had that, right? This was all laid out in the program. Now, um, there's a number of interviews out there with people that have participated in the SSP, right, who will tell you they all knew the timeline ended in 2012. It was supposed to be over for them at that time. And if it's the Order of the Black Sun, it was supposed to be 2018. They did get a three-year extension from their Gamma Ray folks, right? <laughs> and, and then that officially ended. Um, so 2018, what, 2021. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Yep. So slowly but surely, all these treaties and covenants and agreements and help from the outside, let's call them negative forces, um, that they would have to conjure a demon or conjure stuff. They can't do that anymore. So now they're left to think for themselves, which is quite evident when you see in plain view the failure to keep a narrative up for anything. Um, they're constantly, if you're over in America, you can't even get access to RT anymore right? English, Russian news. I mean, the censorship, they're trying so hard to kick everything off YouTube, everything off of their, you know, uh, Twitter, everything, everybody's getting booted, right? But, mm. you know, they, they're running social media influencers, hot girls get vaxxed. I mean, it's ridiculous. Right. Um, so the narrative is failing miserably. They've lost the COVID. Um, just like, for example, the um, Omicron variant cured Delta. Anybody here? Nobody's got Delta anymore. It just cured it like that overnight, right? Okay. And then, and then now, uh, Omicron was cured by Russia, not literally, but in Ukraine, overshadowed completely. We're not hearing about it anymore. Everything's opening back up. They've decided that was a failed operation, but it was on the list of the. So what's next? I, I, I've heard they're going to try to a starvation crisis. Oh uh, yeah. A fake UFO invasion. What 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 have they got on their program? Uh, the CIA has put the uh, fake alien invasion off until 2024. <laughs> uh, so I hear the end of 2024, they'll be ready for the fake alien invasion. Um, but yes, so the lifeblood of the world is oil and gas right now. It shouldn't mm -hmm. be, but it currently is. Mm -hmm. That being said. They are hyperinflating the price of fluke, uh, fuel for no reason whatsoever. It's it, it we don't have a fuel shortage anywhere. Mm. Okay? Well, just we have a prevention to... shortage. So in other words, they prevent you from getting the fuel um, if you're not one of them. But we don't have a shortage. So mm. they do these types of things so that they can then increase the price of food. Because why? Because our entire food supply chain is wrong. Why are you importing food in an extremely fertile country, right? Right where you are. There's no point to that. You know, then they radiate it when it comes into America. You know, so now we're eating radiated food with no nutrients whatsoever. And all we're doing is filling a hole. We're not actually feeding our body anymore. So, yes, if the price of fuel goes up, the price of everything you eat Everything you buy, all consumer products are going to increase dramatically. Okay, but at a certain point, though, right, the, the, the system's going to break. Isn't that what's going to happen? I mean, people are going to just start trading food for other things. Uh, I, I mean, I just can't see how they can sustain this. I mean, how much longer can they keep this horror show going before it all see, involves? See, that's because you have common sense, Ben. <laughs> If you didn't have common sense, you would be them and you would be going, we can do it. We can do it. No matter how many times they fail, 
They still try to do these things. Now, this is also going to fail. Yeah, because I, I run into people who say they've got like a trillion dollars for me, um, but could you please send a thousand dollars so I can pay my grocery bill? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's some kind of disconnect. All right, so uh, I think we should probably conclude if things go uh, sure. on wrong. But all right, so how can we get from here to there? How are we going to put an end to this and start the the planet on a on a nicer path that we all want? You know, where we're trying to turn this place into the paradise it's meant to be. How do we get from there here to there? Well, to finish, yeah, to finish, yeah, to finish the cleanup. Um, I mean, first of all, all of humanity needs to participate because I believe that God gives everyone gifts. Every human is unique, different, and brings something to the table. So, the more people that we can bring together that have a like mind, like yourself and myself, then we'll get there. As far as their operations are concerned, just have to keep in your mind that in order to control planet Earth. Right, which we want, we want, which is who we want, uh, what we want humanity to do. Right? Sorry, I've been up since three mm. o'clock this morning. It's late for me. So um, we have to, to look at military, intelligence, financial, media, right, and the justice system. So if we can get all those things on our side, on the side of humanity, they don't matter anymore. So, so far, we've pretty much got them backed into a corner financially. They are not going to be able to operate. It's very inexpensive to start a war, but it costs a lot of money to finish one. Um, You know, the Iraq situation was around $30 million a day. All right, so media. We started a news channel. The news channel, we structured it so that it's supposed to be every person can report from their respective area. And eventually that will grow if people are doing reports and they're like, oh, we're on TV, you know. Um, So it's it's a metacratic news agency is what it is. So when you say, hey, what's going on in Ukraine? We ask people to report from on the ground. Is this really happening? Right. And they give us little videos. They just do them on their phone. Doesn't have to be sending special forces into New York and Palo Alto, California to take over all the big media companies and all the big internet companies and I don't, all the truth. Do we want their media? We do we well, need their media. If we we all could talk to each other, all eight billion of us could talk to each other every single day and say, Hey, I'm standing here, there's no hurricane, right? Or right. whatever it is. Does do they matter anymore? Is anybody gonna watch CNN? They're gonna watch cousin Bob because he's on there, right? Mm. You see what I'm saying? That's the idea behind how you take over the media without trying to take on a multinational corporation. That's all, you know, they're all CIA, right? You know that. Mm. I mean, or NSA or whatever. If you're in Russia, they're all SVR. You know, I mean, that's just everybody knows what a journalist is. Let's not lie. Right. So they're regurgitators. They're not even trained to, how do you say, uh, find the truth. They're trained to tell people what they're script says see right uh, i mean i you know there are actually real there used to be uh, real journalists who actually go to the real world and check facts from reality yep. yeah, that's what i try to do um but yeah right now the, the corporate media has degenerated into the most incredible hysterical propaganda it, it's kind of mind-blowing uh but I, I still think we need to move in and actually unplug them you know it'll speed things up but so 
getting back. So, what about the military? We got the we got them in the corner financially, and I I can see they're starting to lose the information war, but they're still they're out there. I mean, a lot of people are still saying, "Hey, let's go kill Putin," you know, um, and they're believing these lies. But what about the military, and what about the other uh, centers of their power? Okay. So um, several months ago, I think it's been about a year now, um, I created something called the Key Intelligence and Military System, which is the base platform for all intelligence systems. Part of the reason why you have everybody running around in circles and really going nowhere, I mean, they get so far, don't get me wrong, but they don't have enough data. They do have some what you call mapping systems, which say, well, if we blew up you know, block country, the Banana Republic tomorrow, what would our chances of success be? You know, and they'll say, well, 90% chance. Okay, great, let's bomb them, right? That's what they do. Um, Militaries run under the program as well. And all militaries take orders from the order of the Jesuits, right? Or from the Black Pope. And then eventually the SSP, right? So like here in the U.S., the reason why the Navy, so I didn't want want, you want to say... um, Uh, powerful is because they are the SSP. So that's where they intertwine the secret space program folks. And though, so you just keep going up in the ranks until you get to the people you met. Right. And when I met one of those people by accident, they first thing they said when we sat down at the meeting was, is everyone must die. I said, okay, you first. I said that to them too, the same thing. All right, show my example, you know, Yeah. 90%. Well, you go first, you know? Yeah. Uh, You first. (laughs) You know, okay, so, but, all right. So you need to control the military, the finance, and the media. And right. what about intelligence, intelligence false information? Yeah. And what about visible political structures like the so-called Biden administration, the UN Security Council, uh, the Chinese Communist Party? What about these visible political structures? Okay. Well, I'll tell you something. If the entire government is telling everybody you must do this to have a job, right? That's the way it was, and then they kind of back down on that. Um, that'll come up again because the generals are now involved with Pfizer. But anyway, um, so fine, you create a bunch of corporations where you don't have to have this, right, to have a job. Mm. You know, so you're just moving the ball. Mm. Now, for myself personally, I never gave up what the government had to say until COVID. I never even paid attention. I mean, I just kept doing my own thing over here, just talking heads, but they're gonna go broke. They are broke. You know, a broke military can't do anything. A broke intelligence agency can't do anything. You know, you think the these Taliban, Al Qaeda offshoots that, you know, the CIA created, do you think that they work for free? You can only promise someone money so long and not pay, right? Yeah. So. Okay. Well, so um, we, we, you know, I I think I can see the the picture. I I, I believe uh, we do need to have this whole thing implode f- first before we can rebuild. Uh, unfortunately, but until that Biden show ends and until uh, they clean up all the cryptocurrency, money laundering, human trafficking. Uh, spam going on in the Ukraine, etc. all the bio labs. So I guess... You know, you have contact with these people, right? Oh. I mean, these orders, the, you know, who on. Okay, so the IRA runs 
the entire underworld, the mafia, worldwide. Did you know that? Uh, I did not know that, no. Okay, underground, and they report to those people that you met with in Italy. Mm. So in order to end human trafficking, you have to provide them with an equally profitable business that is not going to hurt humanity. Right. So if you can negotiate with the IRA, then we'll end human trafficking overnight. I mean, you're always going to have a couple crazy people and pedophiles out there, right? Sure. But this multi-trillion dollar annual business will go away immediately. Okay. All right. Well, um, one last thing. So you, a lot of people are saying that we're headed for some sort of singularity. All the timelines are converging and that's coming soon. What, what have you heard about that kind of stuff? Um, I am aware of the timeline situation. Um, like I said, everyone, when they called in all those analysts to try to figure out how to stop the timeline from ending in 2012, um, it actually carried on until 2020. You're right there, okay? January, well, December 2020 into December, because um, it's 1,008 years. So on an energetic level, you wouldn't have a timeline end on an eight. You would have it end on a nine, because that's a complete cycle. It's a complete energy cycle. So that ended then. And then you had some extensions and whatnot like we talked about. So are we converging? No, we're not converging. What we're doing at this moment in time is you're seeing the end to the dark timeline and the beginning of the light one. Um, and that's been going on now for it's been, how do you say it, going like this? Yeah, I, starting I, thought, to come back up. I thought 2012 was like, changing the tide so at first mm -hmm. it's just a little shift in one direction but then it builds momentum and more and more and more until it's overwhelming yeah and i think we're in that process but um you know i still want to get it happening sooner rather than later and so uh maybe after the show ends we'll, we'll try to stay in touch and about setting up the future planning agency and i'll, I'll absolutely I'll try to get all these uh, organizations who have agreed to a big project to make the planet a better place on board and, and let's work together. Okay. And, and we agree that you agree, right? We want to have more plants, more animals, more babies and turn and restore how nature actually works. Okay. Excellent. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk with me. This is going to, thank you. I appreciate you coming. I'll have to take a bit of time to digest what I heard. It's, it's new territory for me, but uh, thank you. <laughs> and I hope we can talk well, again. Well, thank you to your readers for having you reach out. So I appreciate right. them too. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, bye then for now. Thank you.